1: Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined, as always, by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Thursday NBA DFS slate. You can find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at Rotocurve, RotoWire, and among other places, you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh JoshHayesFS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to check us out if you have a chance to rate, review, and subscribe. Benicio, welcome to another monstrosity of an NBA slate here for Thursday action.
2: Yeah, monstrosity is a good word. We only got four games going. <clears throat> um, if you look at them, though, I mean, there are some of the better defensive teams in the league. You got uh, Toronto playing today against Atlanta. You got San Antonio playing against uh, Chicago Bulls. And you got Cleveland going up against the Lakers. So that's three pretty solid defensive teams. And the teams that they're playing are probably three of the worst teams to target on a day. The one game that does look like it's going to be no defense played on either side, probably the Phoenix-Denver game. So that's the one that I think, you know, other than the the three favorites here today, I think that's the other game that you want to have some exposure to.
1: Yeah, I agree there as well. And then you know, and there's a there's a way that you can sort of create overall exposure to you know every game if you want. Or you know, um, if for me, I'm probably going to take a lot of San Antonio-Chicago off the board unless I'm forced to. Um, in, in other spots because you know, no Jimmy Butler. Normally, you would tick up like you know, uh, Derek Rose or Pagasol or something, you know, stuff, but not against the best defensive team in the league. So we've been excluding them all season long, and uh, adds fact to, to that too. I I rolled Kawhi Leonard, um, in 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 a really good spot, and he w- he has you know been productive, but wasn't productive enough yesterday for m- for me to cash. Uh, so maybe that's a little bit of you know recency bias for me, but uh, overall, I don't think we need to go out of our way to. Um, target players on either side of the ball, unless you're looking for GPP differentiation. All right, so let's go ahead and start like we always do up top here at the point guard position. Talk about what you want to do at the one for Thursday.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think Kyrie Irving against the Lakers is in a really good spot. Also like D'Angelo Russell on the other side of that game going up against Kyrie defense. Um, My problem with D'Angelo Russell is he's almost as expensive as Kyrie Irving is now. You know, Irving has been down in that, like, low 7K range, and Russell was only 6K, but his his price keeps moving up. So I feel like they're going to move him up again to, I don't know, maybe 66 to 68. I mean, remember, we're a day and a half in advance, so we don't have his price for what it's going to be on Thursday. But as long as he keeps hitting value, they got to start moving his price up because 6K is just a little bit too cheap for Russell. So if Russell stays that cheap, I think I like him. Um, like I said, I also like Kyrie in that matchup. Probably not rolling Kyle Lowry against Atlanta, although he's been good. Um, I think I am looking in that mid-range. I mean, you got guys like Emmanuel Moutier, who's been playing really well lately, going up against Phoenix, which is a really good matchup. We have to keep an eye on whether or not Brandon Knight is in. Um, I don't know what his price will be, but if it's cheap enough, he could be another guy to look at there. I, I think it definitely kills the value for you know, guys that that we had been rolling uh, for Phoenix point guards, you know, like maybe an Archie Goodwin or, um, you know, Ronnie Price. I think it pretty much takes them off the table. Uh, and that's about all I see. I mean, if there's no Jimmy Butler, I guess you can look at Derrick Rose, but I try not to take guys against the Spurs. So I don't really see too many other guys in good matchups.
1: Yeah, you know what? And one thing I've been seeing pop up and people who jumped on this train, um, thats this is your own fault. People, I, I, saw, I saw some people sort of like, Trying to make a case for Marcelo Huertas, who, to me, I think has made a solid case for a worst player in the NBA th- this season. I know he got ticked up and had, like, you know, two out of three games where he went for 23-28 at, you know, essentially min price, and people like, oh, almost double-double there, 10 points, 9 assists. The guy is doing a little bit of everything. No, stop, all right? Unless DeAndre Russell gets hurt or something else like that, um, it's that's not a situation that I'm going to target. Now, DeAndre Russell himself, I will target. He came up with another nice game once again. Um, yeah, in that spot, but you're going to be limited in what you're, you're, you're able to do, so unless you're going to sit there and value town and, you know, you you want to take Jeff Teague against Kyle Lowry or, or, or you know, uh, Emmanuel Moody, like, like you mentioned here, overall, I think you have to make a strong case um, for rolling with Kyrie against LA Lakers defense or, or, you know, even Kyle Lowry, who had a little bit of a disappointing game. Did have, Held his own, but, you know, didn't pay off the, the price tag in a really good matchup against Brooklyn like they should. I could not believe they were losing by a Losing by a sixteen at halftime, or something like that—something ridiculous. They mm-hmm. come storming back, and it's obviously not him. Of course, when I'm playing highlight, do I sound bitter today at all? Just a little bit.
2: I mean, a, a little. The, you know, the last couple days in, in NBA DFS have made a lot of people a little bit bitter. So
1: yeah. Well, let's go ahead and um, try to get rid of the uh, the, the uh, bitterness that's going on here. Anybody else that you want to talk about at, at point guard? You want to talk about uh, how much you love Phil Pressey or Andre Miller as a third point guard, or? You think that?
2: Not really. I mean, (laughs) I guess you can look at Andre Miller if Tony Parker's out again. You know, he actually had the better game definitely on a salary basis. I think even on a total fantasy point basis over Patty Mills. But I don't really want to mess with that situation anyway, whether Tony Parker's in or not. You know, I don't really see either one of them having big upside. So I'm perfectly fine with the guys we talked about.
1: I called it in the the beginning of the show, all around a – you know, San Antonio, Chicago Bulls fade, and I'm one one
2: for one so far at the point guard position.
1: So let's go ahead and talk about what you want to do at the two here for Thursday.
2: <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm actually looking a little bit more in the cheaper range again here. Uh, the three guys that kind of stand out to me, Jordan Clarkson going up against Cleveland. It's not the greatest matchup, but without Kobe Bryant, he's been putting up like 30, 35 fantasy points. Price has been around 6X, so it's about five to five and a half. I mean, the price has been around 6K, so it's five to five and a half X on um, his recent performances. I think he's okay. Gary Harris, real cheap at only $5,000, seeing absolutely monstrous minutes right now. Uh, again, only putting up about 30 fantasy points, but at 5K, it's five and a half to 6X value, which is pretty solid. And then the last guy is Devin Booker, who's been the one who's actually shown the most upside, has a nice matchup here with Denver. My one concern with him is if Knight is back, you know, I know he plays the two, but guys like Goodwin are combo guards that play the one and the two. So he's been seeing just monster minutes lately. Um, Let me just double-check this here. 42 minutes, 33 minutes, 39 minutes in his last three games. My biggest fear is that with Knight back, he might drop down into, like, you know, the 32 to 35-minute range, and he's probably about a 25 to 30-point point player in that range which is nice it'll give you a good like 5x return for him at about 5x uh, 5k where he's been but if knight isn't back we could see him play 38 to 40 minutes again which is where he's been giving you you know 35 to 40 fantasy points and that would be more like a you know 8x kind of return so i like him either way but i would like him a lot more if knight wasn't in there
1: all right um i'm i agree with you there as well i want, I want to comment on a couple of things here uh, uh, Gary Harris to me official cash game cheetah once again. All right, uh, paid off uh, one of the good calls that I actually did make there. Uh, twenty nine fantasy points, good for almost six x against the New York Knicks. So very happy with that uh, overall production. So I'll be back in there again. And um, uh, another guy that you can sort of take a look at too, Jordan Clarkson is who has, doesn't have a ton of GPP upside. You really want, um, you know, uh, what, what he's actually been scoring a ton, but not doing too much else. You know, twenty four and twenty five real life uh, points against, you know, uh, two higher-scoring teams in Orlando Magic and the Golden State Warriors. So that was nice. That was interesting. Um, but I, I, he, I feel like he needs a little bit more of a role as sort of being mitigated by DeAndre Russell. Uh, so between him, Julius Randle, it's a three-headed monster, and you really want it to be like a two-horse race, and right now it's not. So love him for cash, not as much for GPP. And the one thing I will say, Will Barton has officially gone off the reservation. Maybe if you want to create a D- GPP differentiation play, because it is Phoenix, you know that's, that's bad defense. Okay, understood. But, like, he's been terrible in, in, in essentially four out of five games. You know? Mm-hmm. And so it's just not trustworthy enough for me. Um, but I could see somebody, like, going to the well on a short slate like this and then being the, the person who, like, oh, I oh, I bet I bet on a Will Barton breakout and that, that hooked me up in my GPP. But I'm not going to be that. And you, I don't know if you guys, by now in this point in the season, you should probably already know that. I'm. have always been like more of a cash line, cash game lineup builder. I'll always mention when I feel somebody's better for GPPs, and we'll talk about somebody like that, like in um, Andrew Bogut for Wednesday slate, like we talked about in the pre-show here, Benny. Um, but yeah, I always sort of le- like you know like the consistent consistency type of guys over the the home run plays, uh, which you know Will and Will Barton is definitely in the latter category for me overall. Um, anybody else you wanted to speak about at the two before we go on to the three?
2: I mean I guess with Butler out you can talk about uh Etuan Moore. I don't know exactly how cheap he is. His price had started coming up and then now that Butler is back it started coming back down. Um maybe he's like a guy if you're looking for a salary saver, but I'm not very confident in it. It's not it's not something I'm going to be rushing out to do, but if I build the roster and, you know, I need a punt play and he fits in order to make somebody else fit somewhere else, I could deal with him in a tournament. I'm not i'm not going to be too upset about it all right fair enough
1: uh before we move on to the small forward position have to let all the beloved pod listeners know that if you're subscribing to rotowire.com or maybe you're not subscribing if you're subscribing great congratulations if you're not why not jump in right now 10-day free trial available all you have to do is log on to rotowire.com slash pod eight different lineup optimizers for all the major sports mlb nba nfl nhl college basketball soccer and swing that golf club we got that covered for you too we got all the 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 up-to-the-minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and complete draft kits for all the major sports and online in magazine format. Take advantage now. Rotowire.com slash pod. Let them know that Josh and Vinny sent ya. All right. Small forward is up. Let's talk about what you're putting down here on the swing.
2: Yeah, I think it's a place that I can spend up today. LeBron James, obviously, going up against the Lakers. The Lakers are horrible against every position, just about, so... I think LeBron is a guy that could be in play here. The one spur that I am kind of looking at a little bit, actually there's two, but the guy who I I like the most is probably Kawhi Leonard here. His price had come up a little bit, which is the one thing I don't like about him. But um, matchup with Chicago without Jimmy Butler, I mean, he's probably going to see some Dunleavy, maybe Miritich or or McDermott kind of defense. I don't think any of that's going to be a problem. I know he didn't have a great game yesterday, but I normally do like him when they're shorthanded. So if Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili and, you know, Endor Tim Duncan all decide to sit in this game too, I could use Kawhi and not be upset about it. If you want to go cheaper than that, I mean, you know, Miritich is kind of a punt play that you can look at. I still don't think he's getting enough minutes yet, and I'm not loving the matchup against San Antonio. Uh, I guess Bazemore has been okay, but I don't love the matchup against Toronto either. So, like I said, for me, I think this is a position where I would have no problem just spending up on the two guys up top because I think they just score so many more fantasy points that are so so much more consistent than anybody else you can look at, you know, on a short four-game slate.
1: Um, you know, the way I look at this here is, um, um, for me, I'm I'm paying up for LeBron James. That's what that's all it is. If you want to use Kawhi Leonard, I understand the call on the play because Ben slash McDermott defense it's probably a good spot. I am, you know, so I uh, might have to sort of... Um, semi break my role but i think i would much rather go up against lebron james against la to me is it's going to be super chalk but it's a must play like i'm not that's just an almost in can't fade territory for me as well and if you take a look at camp base more by the way if you throw out the last game against utah which is one of the better defensive teams in the league we talked about them being up and down they're back up in terms of top defensive teams in a league with with Derek favors and um you know rudy gobert um at, at full bore overall he had a um uh, Five-game stretch where he scored in double di- digits uh, in five straight games and was paying off an average of, of above 6X. Uh, so, uh, you know, almost a double-double-two against the Golden State Warriors, his, uh, his former team. So, uh, at, le- at least for GPPs, I would think I, I would make a case for him. If for some reason you paid up in other spots and, you know, you're in a, in a price bind, he's at 4900 which is a, a great salary balancer, balancer um, on a short sl- slate like this. All right, um I'm, I'm going to draw the line, seriously, at, at uh, Kent Bazemar. I don't want Tarkar Sampson. Uh, P.J. Tucker doesn't do enough offensively, and the game looks are terrible over the past six. So um, are you going below, um, Mr. Bays? Um, yeah, I know you mentioned Miritich uh, a little bit, but um, I, I'm, I'm done at the small four position. What, uh, what about you, sir?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would really like to go LeBron and Kawhi if I can fit it. If I can't fit it, I'll go LeBron and... Bazemore, like you said, I don't really think I want to mess with anything below that unless we get some you know, some injury news or some craziness that happens that you know, makes me think one of those cheap guys is worth going down and taking.
1: All right, um, then with that in mind, we will move over to the power forward position here for the Thursday slate and talk about what you want to do here in the paint.
2: Yeah, this is actually a lot more interesting to me. Um, we just saw Aldridge go absolutely crazy in the last game. So I think he's a guy that's in play. He's gone 47, 37, 38, 43, 53 in his last five starts. And his price is still down in like the low 7K range. So he's been giving you like 5, 6, 7X value over the last couple games. Uh, Chicago's bad against big guys inside, especially recently. So I think Aldridge is somebody that you can look at. We've been getting really nice games out of Kenneth Farid lately as well. Uh, 37, 37, 36. Had a bad game against the Lakers where he only played 17 minutes for some reason. And then came back with 30, 54, and 39 in the last three. So, again, another guy that's been going basically six decks in uh, you know five of the last seven games that he stepped out there. The minutes, I think, are legit. He's playing like 28 to 32 minutes most of these games. Uh, so I think that he's definitely somebody that I like because his price is only in like the mid-6K range. Um, other than that, the only other guy I'm really looking at is Julius Randle. Uh, as long as Kobe's out, you know, we, we talked about this before. When Kobe's out, you know, his per minute usage, his, you know, fantasy points per minute go up. And now that he's playing closer to 30, 32 minutes a game than the, you know, 20 to 25 he was seeing earlier in the season when, you know, Byron Scott was, was giving tons of minutes to Larry Nance Jr., I think he's somebody that can definitely get you 30 points. We know that Cleveland, you want to kind of attack them. At least at the moment with big guys. Their big man defense had been pretty good this year, but for some reason it seems to be falling apart over the last couple games. So I have no problem rolling Randall out there either. So Randall and Fareed are the mid range guys. The one guy I think I would pay up for is probably Lamarcus Aldridge.
1: All right. I I, I like that call overall. I've been calling for Aldridge to have a bounce back season in the second half and season long, and now you're seeing it happen. So um, I guess that is one spur that I feel the most comfortable. Um, out of out of the group overall, I'm I'm okay with a couple other uh, you know players in Value Town here here as well. Um, I think Millsap is in a plus plus matchup against Scola, although the, the DVP metrics say that uh, Toronto has held their own. Um, but I'm uh, I think he's in a really good spot. If you want to get exposure to to Kevin Love, I, I can I can I can deal with that as well. I, I'm still going to even though they've been getting sort of you know going killed in uh, in you know numbers against. Uh, what they've done all season long for the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm still going to not try to play guys like Julius Randle against that big front line. So um, Kevin Love has has actually been r- r- like like average to below average in this three four game stretch. So maybe there's create some a little bit of a un- under ownership. I know that's a hard thing to sort of sell on a, on a four game slate like this, um, but you know that's something that you can actually take take a look at uh, there as well. And I wish I could have made a bigger stronger case for Mears or Toleđević, but the, the minutes of Sort of slid down here, along with the scoring and overall production. So really, just limited the GPP only for me. Um, on the flip side of that, as well, you know, if I might be more inclined to actually gamble on a guy like Tristan Thompson against the LA Lakers because uh, the LA is, you know, su- such an underperforming team in terms of rebounding um, and, you know, overall, uh, you know, productivity in, in the paint. So it's it's a little bit rougher uh, for me overall. Um, but you know, I, I do like the Aldridge call. I'm, I would be okay with Kevin Love. And, you know, to me, to be honest with you, at least for cash games, probably one of the things I would trust the most is Kenneth Fareed, who's, you know, paid off, I think, above 6x here in looks like six out of seven games. You know, we had a monster 54-point game against Dallas, bounced back with almost 40 fancy points, good for 6x plus uh, against the New York Knicks. Uh, so uh, I would definitely love to be back at it here on the Thursday slate with with Kenneth Freed against the Monster Phoenix front line. All right, uh, before we move on to the center position out there, Benny, we have talked to all the business owners out there. Maybe you need a website. Why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website, so with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag and drop editor. There's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy to worry about the budget, the scheduling appointments, or too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to WIX.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, let's go ahead and uh, hit it home here at center position and talk about uh, the top options here. I think uh, dollar for dollar, you know, this might be one of the deeper positions uh, here that we actually have a, can make a case for on the Thursday slate.
2: Yeah, to me, there's three guys that you're really looking at here, and you really have two decisions that you have to make. If you're going to spend up, I think I go up and get Pau Gasol. I know he's going up against San Antonio, but San Antonio's center defense hasn't been all that great lately. When Tim Duncan's out, you get David West's defense, who actually is a decent salary saver at power forward if you need one, um, if Duncan is out. If Duncan's not out, it doesn't matter. But even if Duncan's in, you know, Powell's been doing pretty well against Duncan in their recent matchups. Powell's been playing absolutely amazing. I think he had like 57 and 60 fantasy points in the last two games. So I think this is a decent spot for him. If you want to pay up for him, I don't think I'm going to be paying up for him. Which then brings me to the other question that you have to ask yourself on on this slate is: Do you go Alex Len at 5900 or Nikola Jokic at 5800? Both guys have been playing well lately. We've gotten 37 or more fantasy points out of Jokic in like three of the in, in his last three or four games. Uh, Alex Len is up to playing, you know near 40 minutes in some of these recent games and putting up, you know, back to back, like 50 fantasy point games. He had a bunch of games, you know, his floor game over this last week or two, since they, you know, have been giving him extra minutes is, is still in the thirties. Uh, so for a price of six K, I think both of those guys are in play and it just comes down to, you know, which one of the two you want to, you want to take, they're going to be about the same price and they're going up against each other in a high total game. So I think the decisions you have to make are: Do I want to pay up for Pau? And then if the answer is no, the decision you have to make is Alex Len or Nikola Djokic.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you there um, uh, as well. And I think there's just so much value in Alex Len um, in the spot. I would be totally fine with that. And what I might actually do is um, you know create some lines with some Alex Len exposure and flip it to um, create some lines with Nikola Jokic there because we want exposure to some bigger some heavy hitters. Um, in the slate today, like maybe Kyrie or, or Kyle Lowry, like LeBron James or Kyrie Irving. And the center is where I'm going to pay down. And I think so you don't really, I don't want to play Cal Gasol against, you know, San Antonio defense, for, to be honest with you. And Al Horford is a little bit more of the expensive range, so I'm really living in that 2-3 tier. And I think the GPP differentiation guy that we can target here, which is always easier to do on shorter slights, is, is JV. So Jonas Valanciunas against Atlanta. I don't think too many people are necessarily going out of the way to play him. So if he's the guy who ends up hitting a home run, probably be a, a lowest owned among the five that we just mentioned here all right uh that's gonna do it for today's show huh? Um, uh anybody else you want to mention here on the, at the center position before we head on out of here maybe some lucas noguera cristiano felicio sasha sasha sasha
2: khan nah i mean for me it's probably Lennon cash and jokic as a lower owned option for tournaments that could have some more upside i mean len's the reason why I take Len over Jokic is because Len has been getting a safe, you know, 32-minute floor with a 40-minute ceiling. Jokic could go out there and play 15 minutes. Now, he could still double-double in that 15 minutes, as we've seen him do, but, you know, there's really no rhyme or reason sometimes to the to the rotation for them. So I think Len is definitely safer for cash, and if you're trying to find somebody who's lower-owned, you know, I, I would go with Djokic in, uh, in the tournament.
1: All right, Uh, I think that's all good with me as well. And that's going to wrap it up for the uh, four-game slate for the Thursday edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast. Don't forget to check out... Sorry? that Sounded like you were going to say something, or did you just cough or something like that?
2: Yeah, I was um, actually taking a sip of my soda. Sorry. Oh,
1: (laughs) okay. Fair fair enough. Um, Don't forget to check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 or at your local um, soda section at your grocery store in your greater New Jersey area. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. It's at RotoWire for all your uh, season-long and fancy needs via Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe to uh, iTunes and, the, and Stitcher to check, to check out uh, on your phone, on your smartphone, on your apps to uh, listen and rate, review, and subscribe to this very fine show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.